back, everybody, to another brand new episode of That Other Toku Podcast. We are your hosts, Protosonic and Crownless King OP. How are you doing, my friend? I'm fine. It was a really busy week in my work, but anyway, <laughs> it was busy. Yeah. I can say I definitely understand. We, we, I think myself and our guests does do understand that completely. Please make sure people you take care of yourselves. Make sure you get rest, eat well, drink water. That's the most like really important. Drink water, stay hydrated, people, um, and just really take time out to care to take care of yourself. Self care is very important, and sometimes we might need that little reminder even to ourselves. Um, but more importantly, speaking of which, we have a guest that has been with us for the start of this writer trilogy that we've been talking about. And we've done it with Comrade Shin Comrade and Comrade Zio. And he's here again with us today for the conclusion with Comrade J. So here with us tonight is James from Mostly Speaking Sentai. Ooh, speaking of self-care, I did not do my self-care today. Normally, Friday's my day off, but I was like, I have this stream tonight. So normally I get really, really stoned and watch some dumb movies. Look, that's still that's still self-care. That counts for something. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, how are you doing, James? How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm really excited to say, get out of here, John Carpenter's The Fog. This is the fog I want. Yes. <laughs> see, I like that because clearly whoever is working that fog machine during that movie, and we're going to talk about that later on, whoever's working the fog machine, they getting paid a lot of money. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I got paid a lot of money just to press some buttons. I heard uh, it was a bunch of teens just blowing vape smoke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we are going to be talking about Kamen Rider J today. We're ending off that original trilogy of movies. And oh boy, we went, It's a. it's been a journey. From a very long movie with a little bit of nudity in there to one that became a video game to now one about the environment and the power of family. <laughs> but before <laughs> we get to Kamen Rider J, we do have a major update coming up in the Power Ranger Cosmic Fury 30th Anniversary Special. And with that said, let's hand Shin. I know James saw me like, oh, we gotta do the K, gotta do the J pose for Comrade J. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> but yeah, let's finish in sequence. And so, uh, okay. wait, yeah, wait. you go first, go first. Oh, I just have, is the Henshin sequence, are you doing something to your video right now? Because it's- It keeps it, going in and out. And, and more poem, I have the blur on, so that's why. So like, you, like a, you keep doing this motion. It's on repeat. Oh, oh cause my I think my camera's trying to autofocus. <laughs> okay. Uh and mine I didn't I'll work. do this as well. Yeah. So <laughs> at some point the camera's gonna autofocus again or stop changing colors. I don't know why it's doing that. But see, I just saw it. It just did it. So your camera James, your camera's fine. <laughs> oh, no. my, I don't know. I it, wish I could screen grab what is happening on my end with your camera. It it's it looks it's, like you're being sliced into the Super Smash Bros. Okay, wait. <laughs> you're you're good now. You're good now. As, it, as long as I stand still, we're good. All right. <laughs> but um 
we're gonna start off first and foremost with Power Rangers Cosmic Fury and of course you know they have the Hasbro like 10 like 1027 you know pulse video went out i think it was like an exclusive thing to the people at pulse and then it came out a little later on for everybody else i could be wrong i only saw the portion that focused on power rangers because i know they did stuff with nerf star wars um i think there was a couple other things as well but i can't remember entirely and of course there was a couple toys that came out we're not going to talk about that there are a million other people that have talked about those toys i'll just say very happy we finally got a and air quote first turbo ranger i'm still very mad they put the phantom ranger in space when he should have been in turbo but not my decision i don't work at hasbro Jit. but <laughs> look whoever if they ever decide to hire me i don't know what they're gonna do it's gonna either be a good time or i'm gonna tank everything like it's gonna be bad what um, skills do you have for Hasbro? Because as a profession, are you fine with people knowing your profession? Uh, I, I think most people know at this point, you know, just in the education field. But right. that, that's not that's not going to help when your whole goal is marketing and oh, you're trying to build, and build all this different stuff. You educate those fuckers on what Power Rangers is. Yeah, like, excuse me, let me teach you something. The Phantom Ranger was in Turbo because he started there. And if you remember from Car Ranger, he's also like, what, what's his name? Like the VR Master or something like that? Okay. I don't know. I've, I like, was going something to ask like that. you, who was he in Car Ranger? Because I have no idea about Turbo. Yeah, I mean, I just know, like, and once again, this is like the consensus of the Power Ranger community. Like, yes, for Car Ranger to be the most goofiest comedic sentai and make it into something serious with with turbo they somehow did it it still ended up being kind of bad and they still left yeah. in that one line about tj saying about tossing someone salad <laughs> and it's with the p it's with the pizza monster too and he's like we're here to toss your salad and like like hey yo <laughs> what's going on here I'm fine with that. It's just, you know, you take some salad and you toss it up and that's what you get. That's how you get the Caesar dressing all mixed in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, some people yeah, like me, when you say tossing salad, I actually thinking somebody throwing a salad to someone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, something like that, like he was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, you know, apparently, like, that stuff came out. But we're talking about the major part of this now. And that major portion is actually with the cast reveal for the 30th anniversary special. We don't know how long this special is going to be. But they have confirmed more people. Because originally, we didn't know about David Yoss coming back as Billy Cranston. And Walter Emanuel Jones coming back as Zach Taylor. So we have we did confirm two of the original Mighty Morphin Rangers right. to come like, back. Just because those three aren't there, or I'll say two, because one person literally can't be there. We're not mm -hmm. summoning no ghost or anything. But uh, as I know, related to Amy Joe, she don't want them to participate like an actor, but she wants to direct some episodes. Yeah, and honestly, 
I like that idea because she's mm -hmm. done directing. She I, she's directed a few episodes of Superman and Lois from last season, and those were really good episodes. She wants to direct some episodes also in the future, as well. I know. Yeah. She, I would. I'm fine with her doing it. That's good. I love that idea, and as I said, like watching Superman and Lois, seeing the episodes she's directed. They've came out. They came out really good. I'm. I'm not. I want to have a little spiel on a moment about the whole DC situation and them canceling Star Girl, but I'm gonna hold that in just in, for a moment because I have some gripes. <laughs> I have some major gripes right now. Uh, um, but we can confirm that we do have David Yoss, Billy, Walter Emanuel Jones, Zach. We do have Adam, we do have Johnny Young Bosch coming back as playing Adam Park. Um, Karen Ashley playing Aisha Campbell. Um, Stephen Cardenas playing Rocky DeSantos. And we got Catherine Southern playing Cat Hiller. So we have most of the original team back, especially the original, like we, we have everybody from the original secondary team, the ones that took over after some of the originals left. And honestly, I'm very like, I'm very happy about that, and people notice like that Johnny and Karen are wearing two are wearing unique suits, and they're like, "Wait, look at the look at the badge. Is that a SPD badge?" And it's like that might be SPA, you know, Space Patrol Academy. So it's like, are, are we getting? It's like, are they trying to connect like Cosmic Fury to SPD? Are we getting to that point? Are we getting close to that connection? Technically, yes, because if you remember, uh, it was in the 2000, what, 2030, something like that. I, I think two, I want to say 2030 or 2035, one of the, like, is one of those two years. Yeah. When um, every season, when everything happened in SPD, of course, in the future side. But... It was something like no, it's not those aren't SPD badges. No. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. And even um like Johnny Young Bosch was like, ah, those are not SPD. It might say SPA. You never know. Um so I actually find it, I do find that really interesting that, you know, we might potentially get a connection to Power Rangers SPD, and this might be like the beginnings. Like maybe Adam and Aisha were part of the beginning portions of SPD. Like that, that'll be a really good connection because once again, you have legendary Rangers, especially Adam. Like he's done, he did once a Ranger. Like and he mentored an entire. He he mentored a hodgepodge team of Rangers in that episode. Like. That's called being a good leader. <laughs> yeah. Um, I read that SPA stands for Scary Pomeranians of America. <laughs> <laughs> Referencing a thing no one was here to hear. Oh, then the whole SPD emergency thing might come into play. Scary Pomeranians. Yeah. Emergency. Oh, man. What if Doggy Kruger actually a Pomeranian? <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of funny. I'll that would be funny if we see baby doggy Kruger as a Pomeranian. I will oh. be laugh. I will be laughing my ass off. <laughs> no, I'd say, oh my god, he's so cute. The fuck. 
Um, but one other thing that we can now confirm is that we will have the daughter of Trini to take that role of the Yellow Ranger, apparently, more likely. And it, the character's name is Min. Is Min. I'm assuming it might be Min Kwan, but I'm going to say it's just Min right now. And it's play, is being played by Charlie Kirsch. So I think we talked about that in a previous episode about a uh, possible rumor i remember yeah, about that. The, yeah about the possible rumor and i think we probably got the actor wrong but we but we did get the other part right that oh yeah we are getting the daughter of trini to take that role so that's actually really good i love that idea and it's gonna be interesting how they do this like i kind of wonder how are they gonna do this with like if we remember power coins like only ones that really still have power coins at this point are in fact the only people that really do have power coins at this point would be adam rocky and i believe aisha because catherine i think catherine and billy's were destroyed oh wait and zach no 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 because... no, no, no. cat has her coin because you remember in that season of power rangers samurai no, Ninja Steel? It was somewhere on Ninja Steel. It was Ninja Steel. I know oh, what you're, you're talking yeah. about with the big crossover, the um, the dimensional crossover. Yeah, it was. It was in that but one. She was, but she was Turbo in that one. It was Turbo. Yeah, she was Turbo. Oh. Uh, Rocky Rocky was Mighty Morphin. So he still has a power coin. And like his power coin either got revived or remade. Probably um, was remade because you can see Alpha. Yeah, and of course we got Alpha in this. We got out. We we got an Alpha. We I think they said it's gonna be the original like Alpha Five. So it's gonna be real. It's like oh, how do they rebuild Alpha Five? And of course, probably Adam and Billy has something to do with that. Yeah, got some screws. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because I, if you remember, in Once a Ranger, I think that. Was, I don't know. Do you remember, um, James? You remember the Once the Ranger special? Because what what Alpha was that? Was that Alpha Seven? I have only seen the, in my adult life the Christmas and Halloween episodes of Power Rangers. Okay, so I'm trying to remember. I think I think Alpha Five was the an original Mighty Morphin. Then I think once the when the command center got destroyed it was alpha six and they kept alpha six until even until lost galaxy and then i believe it's alpha seven in operation overdrive there's an alpha four it was alpha six. Oh, so that was that was alpha six in overdrive yes in that episode okay, so, in particular okay so that was alpha six so alpha five okay so that's alpha four then so so Mighty Morphin was Alpha Four. I thought it was Alpha Five. I can't remember. I, I was Alpha Five. There's so yeah, many I'm, alphas. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and I know. I think in the comics it was an Alpha Four that was like extremely like dangerous. Like actually was like a threat. I'm Beta Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> but it might be Alpha Five. So we're gonna take it like that. Alpha Five. We, we got the original team back. Um, of course, no Zordon because, you know, he blew himself out. You know, became a Z-Wave. Yeah. So, 
you know, all the good energy, you know, saved everybody. I mean, it actually worked. I mean, Rita became a good, like, she went back to magic, but became the mystic mother. Zed, he never actually went back to being evil. Their son was a total asshole. Because I know in Dino Fear, I think they pulled Zed from a different timeline, I believe. I, I don't know. I got to I gotta keep watching Dino Fury. Um, but honestly, that's... Honestly, I think that's a big dub. That's a big win, in my opinion. So, definitely excited for Cosmic Fury. What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm still holding out for a cast announcement of Chris Reed and Caleb Bendit to be Victor and Monty again. Fingers crossed. And uh, you are you are Team Victor and Monty. I can I tell. You, I, I I couldn't get in a ninja sale. I really couldn't. I tried. I'm gonna try again because I think it still is on Netflix. So if it is, I will go back and try again. It's fun. They just like throw everything at the wall, and I think it all sticks. Victor and Monty are really like absurdists, and that's our sense of humor. And Caleb, knowing we like we asked him to be on Mostly Speaking Sentai, and he for some weird reason gave us three plus hours of his time, and we were like, "You you need to leave right." And he's like, "No, man, I'm cool to just keep chit chat." And I'm like, "Okay." There you go. Nice. That would. So I wish one. I wish one day we can have some kind of star on here, like some kind of Power Ranger or you know Tokusatsu star on here. That would be really nice. Ooh, get Godzilla. <laughs> Boy, I would love to get Godzilla. I'm also hoping maybe one day we can get the guy that actually played Jabon because we're watching the show. He follows us on Twitter, so I'm very Ooh. happy about that. Yeah. Uh, I would love for him to come on here. But I know the time different. Like this, like when we do the podcast, like at 10 p.m., it's already 10 a.m. there. So it's like, oh, that works out perfectly. No problem. Um, but yeah, Cosmic Fury. It's gonna. We we starting to get some good stuff, and they already started doing shootings for it. So we making progress. And really, that's the henchman sequence right there. So let's let's just jump into Comrade J. 45 minutes of the most interesting, wackiest, and to-the-point movie I've seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you guys... I'm pretty sure we've asked you this the last two times we were on. Have you seen Zyram? No. I I think... Isn't the Blu-ray still available, if I remember correctly, for Zyram? Maybe. I... I think... That might be through Discotech, if I remember correctly. I think so. I have it on just DVD, and then I have a rip of the Blu-ray of the second one. Second one's badass, but I think after he did Zyram, then this movie came out. And I think he took a lot of what he learned on the the director, Keita Amemiya. I know I got that wrong, but... I think he took a lot of the whatever he was learning from that shoe into here because you see a lot of his style, especially like an art direction, really nailed down of these like dystopian tentacle creatures and that like very like angular, but also uh not at the same time character designs with the monsters it just it's all works and i 
I know this is on the Toei World thing on YouTube. I, I'm like, if you want... YouTube no longer classifies 720 as HD, so hey guys, put things up in 720 at least. So yeah, it, like yeah. I was like, I'm I'm going to find a Blu-ray rip of this, and I did, and I'm glad I did because oh baby, this movie looks beautiful. It's amazing and it's awesome, and two thumbs up. This is the best one. It truly went from like Shin, okay, Zio awesome this spectacular and amazing yeah and i I do agree with you on that because you know when we think about shin kamen rider it was definitely just hitting more on the grittier side of things let's make this more of an adult Mm -hmm. kind of kamen rider and it's like oh let's just go crazier with like oh the violence and you know actually showing like some mortal kombat kind of like fatality going on and of course, you know, there's like, okay, we're going to push stuff to the edge. And I mean, I, I give props for Shotaro Ishinomori to actually be in that movie. He's act, I think he's in like the first 20 minutes of the movie. Like he pops up. Um, but also, I'll say this, like going from Shin all the way to Jay, the one thing I really do like is the improvements in the suits and mm-hmm. the design of the suits. And I mean, I don't get me wrong. I understand like with Shen is more of like, oh, like alien monster type, like almost not like Giver, but like if Giver kind of went out of control. Yeah. Um, and of course, if people don't know anything about Giver, you know, definitely watch the 2006 anime. I, the OVA, you can watch the OVA is a lot more graphic versus the 2006 show and of course you got the you got the move you got the two movies of course we're like they put mark hamill on the front cover and it's like he's not even the main character <laughs> um but i'll say that i really love the suit design and i think though like zio and and i'm talking like zio like z o not z i o zio and Jay, their suits have lasted much longer because I believe, like with Shin Kamen Rider, the the suits actually fallen apart at this point. And I I think it was in the I think the fiftieth it was in the fiftieth anniversary movie. They actually show it, and it's they literally have it propped up like a mannequin because mm-hmm. yeah. it's like it, you can't wear that suit because it's going to fall apart. So I find that I do find that really interesting. To say the least, and I'm, you know, what I realized because that like Shin, like honestly, Shin Conrad is supposed to be like in a separate universe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And why uh, didn't you know, Conrad J Shin and Z O share the same universe apparently? Oh, you're right. Yeah, they they share the same universe. I'm quite shocked that they put them into the 50th anniversary movie, but they didn't put in like the Amazon writers, you know, the ones that were much darker and actually was like, okay, we're gonna kill people or we're gonna kill monsters and go really graphic with it. You know, the one that you watch on Amazon right now. Um, no pun intended. Um, I'm quite shocked they didn't put them in there. And those suits, those suits are really good. I love those suits. Um, but I'll say that. I'll say that I love, like, for me, the suits are always, like, the big thing I look at. And, you know, like, it kind of shows, like, how athletic they can be inside the suits. But I also love the design of, like, like they're not too crazy with it. It's not, like, something that's like, oh, let me just throw it in your face. And as you said, like, I kind of like the angular kind of look of, like, the suits or, like, with the monsters as well. Um... But let's actually start. Let's talk about this movie because 
you know, of course, this is the second film that was in collaboration between Bandai and um, Toei. And it actually, and it shows. I'm like, Bandai, Bandai knows what they're doing. And I believe they also did, Bandai did some stuff with Ultraman as well. I think with Z-Earth. And, like, it just looks really nice. I could be wrong on that part. But I do like how this collaboration, it kind of shows the improvements they made. But, hey, we're at the end of the century. And the environment's in trouble. Cows are dying. And a new hero's being born. So... I, I just like how they start off with that. It's like, talk about the end of the century. Oh, let's scroll down. Oh, look, there's a dead cow in the middle of, like, this, like on the ground. Where did they get that picture from? I don't want to know. Probably in some area when there was, I don't know, so no no water at all? Something like that? Yeah. Probably. They probably used E and just typed in dead cow. Yeah. I I... I Clearly, this is meant for kids. Like, let's just show a dead animal right here. Let's just uh, take it. Whoop, take the camera down. I don't dead think animal. these were meant for kids. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, but but with Kamen Rider ZL, it, they made it into a game. They made yeah. it into a game on the Sega CD. And I think they had an e, e rating. Yeah, but remember something. Uh, in... Those years there was no parliament, no rules related to what is good or not for kids. So probably yeah. this was okay I mean, that, that for makes the kids sense. Yeah. in those years. And I mean, but if you show I mean, you that that yeah, now you go first. Yeah, sorry. yeah. If you show that in this year, you will get like what the f. Why you yeah. show a dead cow? Yeah, but well, remember, we're also talking about these tokusatsu shows where they'll show somebody on a cross, like, being crucified to an extent. Or fighting in a, in a church in fire. True. That is true. Um, I think growing up on, like, horrorcore and stuff, I'm just, like, desensitized to that stuff. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we could t like the like I love you know the the I realize we start with the bike and we end with the bike like just throughout the movie or we don't you only see it like you only see it a few amount of times and it's like it's actually really good. And you know, we transition to seeing some cult leaders. I I wrote that in my notes. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, uh, they look like cult leaders like they're praying. They're like, oh, we need to find a sacrifice. We need these eggs to hatch. Yeah. And as, then we get to the whole fog mother thing. And this is the one thing you brought up, James. As soon as they talked about fog mother, bring out the fog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, the combination of, I'm, for some weird reason, once I turned, like, 29, I'm like, lighting in movies matters. And especially in sci-fi, I say it a lot on podcasts, but if you're looking to do sci-fi or fantasy or even horror and you're trying to create your own world, the easiest thing to do is use non-conventional lighting, meaning like use a red, use a blue, use a green, use a purple, pink, instead of just like normal white lighting, use those. And this red lighting throughout this entire base it looks so so good 
in and especially like when the fog starts to roll in the contrast of this this blood red and then this white it just it, it this is i wrote down this might be the quintessential 90s tokusatsu film yeah and right. i know that's that's like like that's a big thing to say because I mean, we got we have some like once again, there's all there are a fair amount of '90s you know Tokusatsu films out there, but this one really does start to take the cake, and it kind of shows why. Out of like just speaking on the Kamen Rider ones, this is why this one kind of stands out mm-hmm. as like the best of the trilogy, and more importantly, I kind of wish we did have a little bit more time with it, like maybe less time on Shin, more time on Jay, but. We got 45 minutes of it. Um, and when I kind of saw this, and like with Fog with Fog Mother, I kind of saw it as like some kind of mechanical monster, like, like kind of like the animatronic of like the mouth moving. And mm-hmm. I couldn't tell, you know, like when they zoomed in on something, like if it was a torso or if that was like actually like her face. I couldn't really tell because it, it moved a little bit. Like it was moving a little bit, but I couldn't tell. But... I like how they did, like they're talking to this animatronic, and it's like, well, we found a sacrifice. Time to find. It's time to sacrifice somebody. And it's like, oh, we got two people. We don't want the guy. We want this person right here. Yeah. Which uh, on that, like, this dude's just is a a nighttime camp life photographer. At least that's what we see him as right now we find out exactly what he's doing out there but this tiny girl says like here's some hot, hot coffee and i don't want hot coffee i want like cold coffee like chilled with some creamer in it that's the kind of stuff i want and when he drinks it he's like this is good at eight years old could you guys have made good coffee let alone just coffee at all Probably not, but you know, the no. best part of waking up is forgers in your cup, apparently. So he wants coffee at night. <laughs> I, I didn't really understand. I didn't really understand that. Like, you're gonna have to. It's, I mean, I get it. You're trying to keep your. If you're trying to keep yourself awake, maybe, but really hot coffee. And he even points out, like, oh, be careful. It's hot. Like, no, duh. She just said it's hot coffee. Um, but then we find out the little girl. Her name's Kana. We don't know. We don't even know the name of our hero yet until about like 15 minutes into the movie, or 10 to 15 minutes into the movie. But we know her right away. So we got Kana, little sister of our main hero, and we do see space monsters suddenly appear, and they're like, "Whoa, what is that?" And he 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 goes onto his little Peter Parker mode. Is like, "I'm gonna take a picture of that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just, I like how they point out, it's like. We found the child. Time to make a sacrifice. Yeah, and then we we also see that they have kind of tentacles, or there's tentacles coming from around them, which is real gross, but also cool. Yeah, I, I thought I wrote down like in the notes. I'm like, oh, this is like the silver hair dude. And once again, we see three the three people that were like doing the little prayers and the cold thing going on. We didn't even we don't even know their names, but like the silver hair one already had like has a tail like a tail or some kind of tentacle and just smacks our hero out of the way like get out of here man i wish i had a tentacle 
<laughs> I mean, the tail, I mean, that's a really long tail. I mean, if, if I had a tail, it'd be more like, I would rather have like a Dragon Ball kind of tail. Like I can just wrap it around me like a belt. Not one that's like, is that long and it's like, pow, slap somebody. If like it, if I have the control and strength, give me a, as long as I can get it. Because then you can just keep wrapping it around yourself. That's also extra warmth for your core. And then if someone tries to punch you, it's technically punching your tail. It's protecting your vital organs. Yeah, give me a long tentacle tail that I can whip around, play with the cats with. Yep. There you go. And, you know, our, it's like they our characters, our main protagonists and... The little sister, they decide to run away, which, very logical response. Oh, man, this person that I don't know just hit me with his tail. I don't know how I should feel about that, but I should probably run. And then they start, I, I was like, they, like once again, the, the special effects for that part is just showing them running. I'm like, oh, they just dashed off right away. And it's like, oh, we know they're fast at this point. And the main guy, the main bad guy, he just stands there is like, Go get them. <laughs> and, and we'll find out why to an extent mm -hmm. uh, later on because of, like, a particular title he has. Oh, yeah. Um, but, of course, they catch up. Our, the lady bad person, the lady goon or, you know, just basically fodder for the main protagonist, she can fly. It's like, well, forget logic. I can fly. I'm just going to take the little girl over here dude punch a hole through this man and he, le he legit did it I'm like that was something yeah and I mean we think about it Tokusatsu and stuff when you see like something like that it's like oh yeah they're dead but let's just add more to it let's just ensure he's really dead throw him off a cliff <laughs> like yeah. and I was thinking well that's the end of the movie <laughs> like Ten minutes in, main hero's dead. Okay, we're done. How's he yeah. gonna come back from this? Where he lit, you literally see him fall to his death. What? How are they gonna bring him back? The same as like any common writer that we've seen is like he gets some, uh, some machinery going, and then he's there. That's true. Either by the power of machines or by some kind of spiritual power like God or something. Like, hey, I need you to fight. <laughs> I need you to fight for me right now. Yeah. Um, but once again, like, it, you kind of have like the tokusatsu. Or I like to call it sometimes like with soap operas, soap opera logic. If you don't see the person dead, they're not dead. But in this case, we saw them die. And I'm like, oh, he's dead. All right, we're done. I was, was kind of thinking wearing, that. He was also wearing a Fitbit so we could see that he had no pulse. That would be real. See, they should remake Kamen Rider J. And then, like, boom, he's dead. It's like the Fitbit. You just see, like, it goes, like, 90, 70, 0. It's like, well, he's dead, people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It's okay. Yeah, so... I'm going gonna, gonna to cut that part out in a second. I, I got to cut out that sneeze. <laughs> but <laughs> It's okay, man. But then we, we actually do find out 15 minutes into the movie. Like, we're a third through the movie. And we have 
our minions, our cult, basically, that is like, oh, yeah, we uh, we pledge allegiance to the Fog Mother, basically. We got Garai. He's a prince. So that's really cool. He's a prince. I wrote I, down, we've got a prince in our midst. And I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I, don't, I didn't have a joke for that one, but maybe he's a fresh prince of something the first prince of fog oh my god <laughs> when that fog rolls in you're getting the purple rain there we go see ladies and gentlemen welcome to that other toku podcast where we actually make these really we make these puns on the fly um and speaking of a fly um zoo i believe she's a fly or some kind of mosquito when I we find out when she transforms yeah, I mean, but she threw out something and stabbed him. So, do I don't think cicadas do that. I mean, I know cicada killers do that. So, cicada killer. There was at the old apartment we were at. I thought we had a wasp problem, but I guess they were cicada killers. And I was like, the 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 maintenance was like, well, we can't really do anything. Like they do serve a purpose here, and. They're, they will not harm you. I was like, that, yeah, but my brain will not allow me to think that these giant bees-looking th things that are flying towards me all the time when I get laundry, my brain's not going to be like, hey, you want to know what? As long as I'm not smelling or looking like a cicada, I'm fine. Because boy, oh boy, do I just like mush up cicadas and just kind of use their blood as, as my bathing water. So they probably could have started stabbing me. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've shoot, I, 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 I used to, I worked like during the summer one year. I've seen a cicada killer kill a cicada. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's bad. Like that's scary. I feel bad for the cicada. Like, <laughs> like they get, like, they getting fucked basically. Like they getting stabbed. Like, pow. Yeah. That's at least for me. I don't have a problem with bugs. I live next to a river. So I uh -huh. see every morning outside my window a bunch of bees, um, crickets, cicadas in summertime, what else? Mosquitoes, and sometimes some snakes. Well, you know, those aren't, those aren't bugs. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes they eat bugs, I believe. But, I mean, like, at least we know with... You know, well, zoo. Uh, yeah, but also I forgot to mention, if I'm scared of them, of course I'm scared of them. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. mean I can't live with them. But if they get too close with, with me, I'm like, fuck, no, I'm out. Yeah, I'm on, We, I think we all in the same boat with that. It's like, yeah, from a distance, I'm cool with you. You get closer to me, we're going to have a problem. Um, and then we got Agito, the silver hair man with the tail or tentacle, whatever it was. Um, but basically, they're part of this. I, I, want, I still want to say it's a cult because like they they got like symbols on their heads. They put one on the on the kid, and they're like, "We're gonna sacrifice so that we can, you know, basically cause the destruction of Earth by destroying all life on it." Um, and you know, now we're moot. We're still, you know, we're a little bit past 15 minutes in. And I, like, for me, the person that's, you see, 
our hero, he's dead. He still has the hole in his stomach. And it's like, through the patch, through the magical power of Shazam, the wizard that gave Shazam his powers, because the hood and the beard, he apparently he has the power to perform surgery as well. Yeah. Because they they did a really good job on that surgery. Uh, passed them right up. You know, small intestines, who needs those? I can just magically fix that and give you a belt in the process. I think they just were rubbing stem cells on him. Yeah, or putting some fix vapor rub on there. Like, to the power of vapor rub. Uh, here you go. Here you go. Oh, the hole's all fill, filled in. Pause. Hey, yo! I just, I, I just realized what the hell I just... I just realized what I just said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what's something funny? When I was reading the notes, I read a hooded lizard from Shazam. I was, what? Lizard? Yeah, I, my... <laughs> I, I was just watching a video based on like multiverses and you know black atoms in the game now and I'm like oh the hood like the hooded version of it made me think about the hooded wizard that gave Shazam his powers no 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 I read hooded lizard oh hooded lizard <laughs> yeah I went wait what <laughs> um, I don't remember a lizard yeah that's what I would call my penis if I was uncircumcised. it <laughs> <laughs> lizard, let's go. Shazam! Man, I I just I need to use lotion down there because it is just chafed as all hell. Hey, it's a good time, especially when you know it's that time. You just be like Shazam. <laughs> I don't know any of Shazam's powers, so I can't riff on this. <laughs> well, with Shazam, um, well, yeah, Shazam, he has, like, a lot of powers because of, that. Uh, he has, like, the strength of one, like, basically, it's based off a Greek god, so I think he has, like, the strength of Hercules, wisdom of, I don't know, I don't know the Greek gods, I'm gonna be 100% honest, I don't know the Greek gods, Me but definitely, but he does get, like, you know, strength of this person, speed of another person. I think it's Wisdom of Solomon, I believe. Yeah, Wisdom of Solomon. Um, and he can also tell you what song is playing, right? <laughs> yeah, that too. And apparently you gotta beat him to win a million dollars. Alright. Oh, come on, beat Shazam on Fox? I don't like, know what, no, I don't know what that is. You don't know what beat Shazam? Oh my god. Okay. So that usually comes on during the summertime. Jamie Foxx is the host of it where you actually have to beat the Shazam, you know, thing that, t that tells you what the song is. Oh, okay. Beat it before. You got to beat it in order to win the money. Oh, uh, what if you beat it with beat it? Wouldn't that be pretty cool? Actually, I, I, I would love to see an episode with that. And it'd be like, boom, it's beat it. Like, yeah. yeah. And, the, and the thing is, you got to... You have to actually say the correct song title. You can't, you can't change any words in there. You will lose, mm -hmm. yeah. or you'll lose, you'll lose a chance at a million dollars. And I think only like a few people have ever gotten it. Um, That's uncomplicated. But yeah, but you know, after our surgery, you know, after you have like a surgery, you know, like a doctor, or you get a shot or something, the doctor gives you a lollipop or something. It's like, yeah, you did a good job. He gets a belt, and. This is not a is not a bulk is not a bulky belt. It's a gen it's just like a regular old belt buckle. I wouldn't well, say regular it glows. Well it glows, but I'm like I 
I'm waiting for, I would love for Bandai to make one of those, like, just make that belt for Comrade J in particular. And it just be like, just a regular leather belt, but with that buckle on there that you That'd can nice. exit. I think that'll be the cheapest one you can get. Yeah. Actually, because it might be expensive. If you're saying a leather belt, that might bring up the price to even with all the other ones. But, I mean, to an extent, I mean, I buy leather belts from Boscos, and I usually pay, like, maybe 10 to 20 bucks. I buy, I, I, I will buy generic brands, Stone Mountain or something like that. I don't need Dockers. I don't need Dickies. I don't need whatever other brand of belts there are. I don't care. It's just going around my waist. Yeah. Yeah, it um, makes sense. Also, yeah. uh, he not only just like, hey, here's a belt after surgery. He's introduced to a man, a woman, and then a bug named Barry. And it's like, hey, I'm Barry. I saved you. And it's like, okay, yeah. calm down. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what... I'm not gonna lie, that caught me off guard too. Where it's like, like they tell us about, like, oh yeah, guess what? You know, we're the spirits of the earth. And hey, guess what? You died. Spoiler alert. Hey, but he wasn't. He wasn't shocked about dying. He was like, wait, I died. I'm but cool when he with sees it. The, he was cool with that. But then the talking grasshopper. Apparently, everything's kind of going wrong. Like, and his name's Barry, not. Barry, like Barry Allen, is like a freaking strawberry, like B E R R Y. And this is how, this is why I think it was really meant for the kids, because he's like, oh yeah, we got this nice little grasshopper named Barry. I don't know that grasshopper looks like the most disgusting cloves of garlic you've ever seen, and just like oddly segmented. It looked disgusting. If I were a child seeing that, I'd be like, oh, I'm not going outside anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I, okay, I agree with you on that. If I saw a bug, if I saw a grasshopper like that and it started talking to me, I might be wondering if I died right there. And it's like, what the hell? Like, this is kind of scary. Why is your name Barry? Why, in fact, more importantly, why are you talking to me? <laughs> if I were a child, I'd be like, mom, did you start putting arsenic in my food? Yeah, like this ain't. I think I'm not right. Like, I'm not eating the. This ain't a special brownie. <laughs> like, stuff is going on here. Yeah. But, and, you know, we got to emphasize that this is Common Rider J because they talk about J Power. And all they said about J Power is it's the power of spirits. And I'm thinking, might, what is that? I think I'm assuming that means like the power, like the spirits of the earth, basically. Because we're getting closer and closer to talking about the environment. Like, oh, we got to stop polluting the world and everything, or we're going to destroy it. Um, but yeah, our, we find out our main hero's name, Koji Sagawa. Through the power of dying, coming back, and getting that J power, he becomes Comrade J. Um, and the spirit is like, I, I love his response because he's like, oh, you are now our, you are our most powerful warrior. So apparently there were other people that were their warriors and they got wrecked because yeah. they clearly said he's the most powerful one they had. 
Yeah, and I was like, oh, so a, like I said, a nighttime camp life photographer can become a common rider, but a uh, struggling audio engineer can't? Come on, guys. Exactly. Maybe afraid of bugs, but I will risk my fears. That's immersion therapy. All of a sudden, I'm okay with bugs, and on top of that, I'm a common rider. There you go. Yeah. You get to do you get to do high flying kicks and make people mm -hmm. explode. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yes. And I love his response when it after they tell him like they're their most like he's their most powerful warrior. He literally tells them, "Why can't you do it?" <laughs> and I love their response. They're like, "Well, we don't like we can't go out into the light." And I'm like. You mean you can't go out in the sun or something? But apparently, also, they have really good roots. And I'm not talking about with their hair or with family. They're literally rooted to the to the earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's that's really, I, I thought, like, that's a very convenient way of saying, eh, we can't do nothing. You'll see us at the very end. I, I think it's because they're actually food for the goblins in Milbog. Never, I don't even know what that is. I'm going to be 100% yeah, honest with you. Watch yeah. Troll 2. You'll figure it out. Trolls? I, no, Troll 2. It's a fantastic movie. Not, Two thumbs up. I think it's now my favorite movie. Yeah, not trolls, not the not the DreamWorks trolls movie. Oh. This is like I think that's I think you're talking about the horror movie, correct? I I mean in quotes horror movie, the guy who made it thought it was. It's not though. Okay. Um Yeah, so I think at this point we're already like a third, close to almost a quarter almost close to halfway through the movie. And we finally actually get some fighting going on because you know, we find out that Jay Power is very strong. You know, his bike makes... A, he actually moves a lot faster on the bike. And to the point where Fogmother's like, like, yo, what's going on? I feel some kind of energy right now that I don't I don't like. It's too strong. A disgusting energy. Yeah, I think, I think she said like a... Dis you're right. I think she said like a disgusting energy. Yeah. And of course, send down, the, send down Mr. Taildo. Send down Agito to deal with this and his first plan is i'm gonna run him over with a truck yeah so my brain into my brain automatically thought sonic adventure 2 go to that chase scene in city escape like oh our main hero's getting chased by getting chased by a truck but at least he at least you don't lose rings he'll just jump onto the truck and try to fight the person in the truck because he actually gets punched off the truck and somehow survives I think he also fell down a small cliff on this one, too. Yeah, I think so. Um, and so we actually find, like, when you saw Akito transform, I, like, James and Crowns, what kind of, what kind of animal did you think he changed into? Mm. It was like, it was like some animal monster amalgamation that I kind of saw. A reptilian thing. Close to a crocodile between a blue skull, uh, a lizard, something like that. Okay. I thought, hey, Jurassic Park just came out. Let's okay. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I got, yeah. 
And I like how he's like, okay, I'm not going to fight on twos. I'm going to fight on all fours. And I, I kind of saw like some kind of crocodile alligator looking thing going on here. And that's when Barry comes back and says, hey, you got to transform. Turn into Kamen Rider J. We get no henshin sequence. We get no transformation. We just see him like he getting his ass whooped and then bow blocks the punch. And it's like, oh, I'm Kamen Rider J. Mm-hmm. And I, once again, I love the suit. All green for the earth with some hints of yellow but for the earth um also I, during this there the soundtrack is kind of split with when you when you're watching sci-fi stuff do you enjoy a synth driven uh soundtrack or an orchestral driven soundtrack i would probably go with more of the orchestral like right. synth, like synth, you got to be careful with because it can come. Like if you mess up on it, it's gonna sound. It can sound really bad. But the or I like the orchestral stuff too because it kind of gives you that sense of. I think it gives it a more sense of seriousness and. You know, kind of makes it more emotional. Yeah. Um, yeah, instrumental. I love the synth oh. music, but you know, instrumental. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, but I like how we just get the we get the reveal. Um, we get to see the suit in more detail. And the one thing out this is the one thing I wrote down in, in the notes was that you actually get to see damage on the suit. Like I believe in Shin Kamen Rider and even Kamen Rider ZO, you don't see damage. Like you'll get like the sparks or stuff. I don't even think in Sh no in Kamen Rider and Shin Kamen Rider, I don't think there was really even that much damage done to him. Uh, I think uh, that he bleeds. I think there's like gruesome stuff that happens to him, but there there's not because it's just him. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing. Like, like there might be some blood here or there, but. And like, it, you don't see it. You don't see, like, the damage it really does. Right? Like, you don't see it. But in Kamen Rider J, you actually see, like, the markings, like, the cut marks on the suit or where, like, Agito actually bites him at. Mm -hmm. Like, in the abdomen area. And it's like, oh, crap. Like, they actually, they actually showing some, like, he can actually take damage. He can actually get hurt. Yeah. Yes and no. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I mean, get hurt, but it really doesn't do anything to him besides him go, oh, ouchie. Yeah, and especially with one part, like especially when we get the um zoo. Mm -hmm. yeah, I do. Uh, now that you just said that, I'm like, okay, with zoo, it kind of is like, oh, it's a boo boo. It hurts. Oh, my sister's in, my sister's in danger. Oh, I don't feel that anymore. Pew. Yeah, but uh, we're gonna get to that in a moment. Um, now, you know he get he's getting his butt whipped within the process of this, and I love how he just his big his best move is an eye poke. <laughs> like he just poke pokes out Agito's eye, and I don't know if the second one was like a major eye poke or him like just like putting his fist like fist straight through his eye, punching him, punching his brains out. I didn't know. Because after that, Agito dies. Because that's what I was trying to figure. Because you got, like, the first eye poke, and then the other one was, like, a full-on fist. 
If I, I remember correctly, there's a legend if you get attacked by a crocodile or something like that, you you have to poke the eye. Even yeah, with I the shark. Yeah, I definitely know a shark. Yeah, I, I remember hearing that. Like with a shark, you gotta you know poke it in his eye. You got punches or punch or kick his nose. Um. I heard with a tiger. Now, this is, I don't, ladies and gentlemen, don't try this at home. Don't go to the zoo. Don't do any of this stuff. This is how you get killed or get hurt. Don't do it. Um, I thought I heard one per, I heard, or worse. Sewage. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I thought you said, like, with a tiger, like, you got to put your hand actually in his mouth and make it throw up. Like, if they're trying, if it's trying to, if it's mauling you, put your hand, like, try to, like, punch it in, like, the, like in his mouth and like make it throw up and I'm just like not the brightest idea if I'm getting mauled I'm not gonna be like here take my hand it's delicious hey if I wanted a tiger to throw up I just feed it my ex-wife's cooking <laughs> oh, I don't have an ex-wife uh, but um Agito's dead. He's dissolving in the water a little bit. And we actually get to see why Koji was in the mountains to begin with. And once again, you know, he's a nighttime camera photographer. But he's also there in the morning, earlier in the day, was like, oh yeah, guess what? I'm investigating the pollution in the pollution in the, um, water in the river river because it's killing the plants it's killing the you know the animal life like the squirrel even the squirrels are dying apparently the squirrels are dying too so we got to protect the environment by not putting pollution in there and i think that's what they were trying to get it at one point it's like we, like we got to protect the earth we can't pollute it yeah, I wrote down uh, the cat I live with, Socks. He's contributed to just as many squirrel graves as lake pollution. Yeah. That dude, he wants to kill squirrels so bad. Well, this ain't, like, I've been, I'm trying to think. See, I've seen, see, and, like, those are wilderness squirrels. Like, they, like, forest squirrels. City squirrels. They like, man, I, I will grab a slice of pizza and take it up, take it up like to a tree. I've had squirrels. I had a squirrel nest in a tree, like by my house. I had a squirrel nest, and they took like plastic bags, papers, and stuff like that. Like they had a nice old house up there Hell until yeah. the until the rain made it too heavy and it all fell down. <laughs> so that was that was interesting. Oh, man, I got to do that as a crumb bums. It would be like socks. Like, it's raining. He's out there with an umbrella. Or I guess mm -hmm. he, he would be in, like, a like a, a rain jacket. And then he sees the squirrels. They're like, ha, you can't get me. But, like, it's, it's coming down. Or it's like, oh, it looks like he's catching raindrops in his mouth. But it, then when it zooms out, we see it's... A bunch of squirrels above him and he just has his mouth open waiting for them to drop yep um <laughs> dude wants yeah. to see squirrels yeah and i mean once again kind of brings this whole like going back to the movie bringing like kind of is like 
well, I'm making all these graves, and I'm like, okay, this is getting weird. She's making a lot of graves for the squirrels, for the birds, for the bugs, for the plants. Like, are you gonna make a grave for every little thing? Like, oh my god, are you gonna do it for the you gonna do it for the leaves too that naturally fall? The only time. The only time you should actually the only time bugs will have a grave is when uh, HBO Discovery finally lays waste to him, like they've been doing with all of their properties. Uh, here we go. Ah, uh, see now, I'm a, like here we go. So I'm gonna say this right now. First off, we taking a quick break specifically with Anchor. So shout out to our sponsors at Anchor. So definitely listen to the advertisement that I'm going to be throwing in here right about now. But, more importantly, let's talk about this whole thing with DC, with HBO Discovery. I got major problems with them. I'm really about to get rid of my HBO Max subscription. I know Titans just came out. I'm watching it for Titans. Everything else is about to go kick rocks. You got rid of Infinity Train. You cancel Supergirl. No, no, not Supergirl. You cancel Batwoman. You cancel Stargirl. You cancel Legends of Tomorrow. Your people are now scared of Superman and Lois being removed. But you keep, but and you you keep Walker. You keep the prequel to Walker. You keep prequel to Supernatural. No offense, they all trash. And you gonna be replacing them with these other crappy shows? Oh. And let's not get to the whole thing about, you know, Cartoon Network, where they got rid of so many things from Cartoon Network. Like, that's ridiculous. They took away all, I think they took away all close enough. All of, I think, regular show is gone off of there now. Infinity Train is gone. And I believe the creator is fine with people pirating the damn show. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Because why the hell do I have if you're taking away stuff I don't want to I don't want to watch reality TV when I watch TV I want to actually escape from it that's why I watch these superhero shows that's why I will watch freaking Disney Plus and I'll watch Mandalorian I want to get away from crap I do hear with James Gunn coming along I, I hear he's He's trying to reboot the Toxic Crusaders, get that over on DC. Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, that's going to be there. And the all the other trauma films will be over there. Yeah. I mean, this I'll say this. I am lying with all of this. Well, well the James Gunn part was real. So. Yes, the, the James Gunn, he got his uh, star at trauma. That's why I'm saying. That's why Lloyd Kaufman is in a lot of his movies. Oh, okay. I learned something new right there. But, I mean, he might be the person that, I think he's now considered like the big boss of the DCEU now, which, yeah. that's good. He's done, he's been a part of stuff like this. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy, Kevin Feige. I mean, is is James going to be going to be the next Kevin Feige? More likely not. But, Peacemaker was a good show. And sui the suicide, yeah, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn Suicide Squad, I'm gonna say, was actually really good. I haven't seen Black Adam yet. I, they got rid of Batgirl. I don't, I don't get how did you sacrifice Batgirl and save the Flash movie? No offense, fuck the Flash movie. It, they should have canceled that and kept Batgirl. At least 
I would rather deal with the quality garbage that that possibly could have been versus watching a movie with somebody that's actually like a load of crap. That's actually garbage to me. And that's just my opinion. Well, the, the quick, real quick reason, at least how I've heard it, is Batman. Hey, those movies are a billion dollar movies. Like, that's how much money they generate. So they can shelve that movie and say, like, well, we had a billion dollar movie, but we're going to shelve it. So if it does tank, it's not like, oh, well, we got we wasted a billion dollar movie. Whereas the Flash is like right now, like they can't do that because they're they're like, oh, the, this will probably tank. So uh, and people already know it will probably tank. So we can't say like we've estimated this box office to be this much to investors and to board members the, the it's all of this like dumb bullshit appeasing people who really don't matter in order to like cut corners and keep the like worth of the company uh, either fictitiously or realistically as high as you can get it so people are happy in the company that matter yeah yeah well in my opinion talking about again with with james gunn and all that stuff i really love james gunn style in their movies mm -hmm. i didn't have any idea before watching that the new suicide squad movie i was expecting okay. anything when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. when, and I, it was for, for me, it was amazing, that movie. Every character, the soundtrack, the scenes, everything. For me, was amazing. Then when we get too close for the, the movie of the Batman, I was like that, that too. I didn't expect anything. I was, okay, we are going to see... Edward Cullen kicking some asses, but then we got a newer movie, and I was like, "Holy shit! I want more of this." Mm -hmm. I like this new turn. I could say this, yeah, new turn of this style of movies. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. me more of this because the the other ones, at least for me, they are good, but you compare them. I love or I prefer the newest ones for me. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do see. I mean, you can kind of tell with like after James Gunn, like after like James Gunn's Suicide Squad, the quality of the movies have gotten better. I mean, are they all are they going to be on Marvel level? Absolutely not. No, it will not be on Marvel level. And no offense, not every Marvel movie is gold. Every, like, there are some movies that are pure garbage. Like, I, I, a lot of people think Eternals was bad. I actually liked Eternals. I thought Doctor Strange was kind of a letdown. Like, the second Doctor Strange movie was a letdown versus the Eternals. I, they, I feel like they hyped it up so much. And it's like, boom, whatever. And, like, if I, I actually want to go see Black Adam, I might see it during Thanksgiving holiday. But I'm I'm going in with very low expectations, and at least I'll enjoy the movie. Like I do like, I do like how we have Hawkman. We have like the suits look good, okay, and like 
Dr. Fate. I, holy crap, Dr. Fate looks pretty fucking busted. Um, but I, that's all I'm going to say about that. And hopefully, maybe, and I, I, like they said, Henry Cavill is coming back as Superman. So that's how I'm good. I'm ha I've always been happy with him being Superman, no matter what. I really liked him being Superman. Yeah, um, but it's, it might be at the detriment of him no longer being the Witcher in. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, because he has to he has to keep a certain like physique for Superman and that's totally different from The Witcher. And even like when they in the Mission Impossible movie, like and the only reason I bring that one up because he finally talked about when he did the whole like the whole arm reloading thing. Like he was actually moving his arms around like ready to fight. He's like his arms were actually really sore. Like they but but going back to the whole like his beard, like they had to edit his beard out and justice league and it looks really bad so it's like you say like he, i and i get it you don't want to get stuck in one role but you're playing the man of steel you're playing one of the most you're playing the iconic superhero of our time yeah. um but dc rant aside we're jumping back into common rider j with you know, thinking about the Sega CD, because the frames are dropping a little bit, and it's like, don't go in the fog. Let's find another way. B Barry's saying that, like, oh, yeah, go in, don't go in the fog. Let's find another way. Coach is like, fuck that. We're going straight in. <laughs> I got to save my sister. Save the sister. We're doing this for the sister. Fuck that. I'm going straight into the fog. Then we get Sega. I feel like we just got Sega CD frames. Like, we get it, we get it like under 30 frames per second and it's like oh everything's moving kind of slow we see like like the zoo in like this red dress or red fabric just covering her and it's like oh let me just wrap it around you make it look sexual spoiler alert i'm a freaking mosquito or a fly or a cicada killer Ooh, i'm about to kill you i'm about to make you fly <laughs> yeah and, and literally that's what i wrote in the news i'm like I, I could not tell if she's like a fly or a mosquito or some weird uh, unholy amalgamation. But she flies she flies so far up in the air and honestly a clever way of trying to kill the hero. Let me just drop his ass like from like off like flying over a cliff just to drop him to the bottom of the cliff. But once again, he transforms literally at the last minute <laughs> and it's like boom i'm here now you get to see my suit again and you know the fight does like i, I thought this fight was actually this fight was actually really short compared to uh, like the like the first one and the last one we see mm -hmm. or no the first one and the last two we see because he gives a like a nice rider punch super effective she's out and I'm like, okay, she dead. We not worried about that. But then we see mothership, mother fog ship come up, and it's the perfect time for her to be for a zoo to be like, oh, spoiler alert, I'm not dead. Let me throw this stinger at you. Right through the arm. Right through the biceps and the triceps. But more importantly, it would hit bone. Yeah. And it's like he act, like it, it should hit bone. And it's like oh I'm in pain. Like he actually looked like he was in legit pain. 
And then he gets lifted up in the damn air again. And I thought that was rather, I thought that was interesting. Like her best move is literally to try to drop someone. It's smart. Yeah, but you can say it's your best movie, like saying your ultimate super duper specialist drop someone. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're talking we're talking about Comrade, where special move is a is an exploding kick. So, and everybody knows it's an exploding kick. So it's like you're either gonna get out the way or you're gonna take the hit like a champ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially after you beat your enemy, like especially when you punch them, make sure they're dead. Make sure they're down for the count. And I noticed there are no for the monsters, for the three monsters that we do have, they don't explode. They are literally on the ground. Like they just die, they're on the ground, they might dissolve, or they might fade into the fog, or they just leave the body there. Yeah, I mean, it, moving forward, everything we have a monster, it dissolves, it explodes, or or get bigger, in the case of Super Sentai. <laughs> yeah, well, even in this movie, and we'll talk about that, uh, we're going to talk about that at the very end, because that ending was actually very, that ending caught me completely off guard. I was not expecting that. Same. And now we're, what, 30 30 minutes into the movie now we finally get to see Kamen Rider fight in the base but apparently after he crash land crash lands into the base he detransforms he depowers he powers down and he's still and I'll say this I like the continuity with it the stinger was still in his arm yeah I respect that if if you guys had that do you think you could pull it pull a stinger out of you well, depends. Oh. For example, in real life, if you get stung by a bee, of course, if you are allergic to bees, it's okay sometimes to pull it out. But if it is something so damn big, you have to think it's next to a vein, a really important mm -hmm. vein. It is a next to one. As well, I know if you get, uh, you know, pierced with something, you you can't take it out because probably you're going to lose a lot of blood. But of course, if we are in the Tokusatsu universe, <laughs> I will try to pull it out. I'm gonna consult my doctor first. <laughs> well, I will have, I'll be like, I will literally ask the bad guy, like, um, I will put like this cloth in my mouth. Can you pull this? Oh, I'll just put the cloth in my mouth and I will pull the stinger out, but I'll be crying at the same time. But he, he, yeah, you go first. You go first. I would just lay down and be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, th th my life is over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would get that. I, I understand that completely. You'd be like, up, oh, okay. I, I think, I think the earth is done at this point. Um, can you make sure I don't get eaten terribly like my sister might be at this point? Just take me out. Like, just get this done with. They oh, should have yeah. never had. Like, they should have never had me. Maybe, like, they should have done it themselves, but they're, you know, they have very strong roots. I don't mean, like, hey, the world's ending. I'm saying, oh, there's a huge stinger inside my arm. I, I'm i confident I will bleed out no matter what. 
I'm going to just like relax as I drift into unconsciousness and then the great beyond. Basically, the per a permanent timeout. Like, okay, timeout. We're good. Like, I'm just gonna sit here. You got me. I you've defeated me. Okay. Um. So, at this point, we finally meet the prince again, and of course, the fall comes out. So. You know, the purple rain is happening, but he doesn't have a guitar. He has a staff. Ooh. And clearly he's like, well, time to do that sacrifice. Literally uses the staff to command Ankana with the little mark on her head to go into the deaf meat cage. I'm, I, I, it looks like a meat cage. Yeah. And then they start fighting and pool. Before the fight even happens, I thought this dude is high because he's like, whoa, what is going on? Like, Koji looking like he high right now because it's like, he got sent back to the dawn of time, to the dinosaurs. Story time. Did you know why, do you know, James, why the dinosaurs became extinct? Uh, well, we're fed lies, misinformation that a comet hit, but no, actually, it's a bunch of eggs hatched in the ground and just tentacle monsters came and sucked them dry. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, forget the, forget the comet. Apparently, evil space fog monster mother clearly was like, oh, I came back here millions of years ago. You want dinosaurs came extinct because I ate because my babies ate them. Mm -hmm. Now I'm back because it's uh, more food. If this movie had been seen by like the pockets of death metal groups and like cultures within the early to mid '90s, this shit would have people would be worshiping this director. Because this yeah. is the most metal thing I have seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. And I'll say I like I did like the animation that they did with the dinosaurs and stuff, even though you see them getting eaten. And like I feel bad for the Triceratops because Triceratops is getting wrecked right there. Br Brontosaurus was just like, like no, that's a Stegosaurus. I think it's a Stegosaurus. I don't know. I think it's a What's the long neck one? I think it's a brontosaurus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brontosaurus got... Yeah. Homeboy got cooked. Like, he got... He was getting eaten alive right there. No pun intended. I was fine with the Triceratops because they're historically racist. Wow. Wait, what? what? <laughs> Wait. No, I got it. Ninja Turtles. Are you thinking Ninja Turtles? Uh, no, Land Before Time. Oh, damn. Oh my goodness! Oh, Land Before Time, such a sad set of movies. Now I'm gonna look up the clips of the one song, Big Big Water. Big, 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 big water. Water. Oh, uh, get it. <laughs> oh, I got it. Oh, you have you never seen Land Before Time? Yeah, but I don't remember that song you know that was like, like the that's in the third or fourth one I, yeah i think it's like in the third or i think there's like six movies it's like i think that's like the third or fourth one no well you they remember something in my times we i never watched those movies in your language 
I watch I'm, it in my it. language. <laughs> I'm looking this up. Oh my god, I'm looking this up right now. Uh, and these also, are all Steven Spielberg movies. I don't remember anything. I ha I think I have to watch them again to remember something. Also, oh. I believe there's like 14 Land Before Time. What? Oh dear. Oh dear God. Here we go. So we got the Land Before Time, the Land Before Time Two, the Great Valley Adventure, Land Before Time Three, the Time of Great Given, the Land Before Time Four, Journey Through the Mist, Jesus Christ, the yeah. Land Before Time Five, the Mysterious Island, Land Before Time Six, the Story. Oh, Saurus Rock. Oh. Also, I I think five seven. would be the Great Water because I think they go to the island and have to cross that bridge. Also, the oh mist, holy I believe, shit! I think. Oh my it, god, you you are not wrong. You are not wrong. Oh. Yeah. There were a total of 14. one, two, three, four, five, six, fourteen movies. Oh. My God. Did I watch a retrospective on all 14 during the pandemic? Yes, I did. Now I'm about to look it up. If it's on I'll, YouTube. It oh. is. I'll send you a link. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just one woman ranking all 14 of them. Whoa. I've never, like this, I know about the first four. Like, it's Mysterious. I, it's no, I know about the first five because Mysterious Island was with the big water. It was either three. Is either three or five? Yeah. I never chomper. heard. I yeah. With chopper. There you go. With chopper. Chopper was in the second movie, but the first movie. Oh yeah, we saw people. There was a lot of people that died. Yeah. A lot of dinosaurs died. But, but apparently, it, forget the meteors. It wasn't that. Yeah, the mist was the fog, as in this movie. In the fourth movie, I think. Yes, journey through the mist. Yeah. Journey through the. Journey through the fog, mother. Basically. Man, that would be a dope movie if it's just like all the Land Before Time little kids who are dinosaurs just like ducking and dodging. It's also like just the mist, you know, hey, yeah. uh, uh, Stephen King. Yes. Um, well, I love that. I love that reasoning that they gave for why the dinosaurs died, and you know, now it's like well. Kana's about to get sacrificed, you know. Barry got slapped to death, basically. Uh, he got got the pimp hand with that. And really, we're seeing massive destruction. Cars are flying straight up in the air after an mm -hmm. explosion. Fireworks are going off, and places are being destroyed. Clearly, authentic tokusatsu joy. When you yeah. see. These fireworks just cause these massive explosions. Love it. 30 minutes in. Get the henshin sequence with the J. Homeboy makes a J. He makes a J looking like a gun. If I'm going to turn it this way, it's a J now. And I just love it. He just like poses with it. Bam. I'm Kamen Rider J. Yeah, he takes out those nugs, pulls out his grinder, starts grinding it up, puts it in some rolling paper, makes a J. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how the prince is like, well, two can play that game. I'm just going to pull out a lightsaber. 
Fuck it. I'm just like, right, you want to fight? I'm just going to kill you with a lightsaber. Let's see what yeah. happens. <laughs> a lightsaber that turns into a tentacle whip. I, I was I was about to say a dick, but <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was about to say that. Like, oh, yeah, guess what? Like, oh, my God. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, through the power of Kana screaming for her brother, I need help, and the strength of family and J-Power, he gets stronger. And he's like, well, I'm going to just kick. I'm going to I might be pinned down, but I'm going to. I think he kicks him right in the chest too. Like, I'ma kick you in the chest, rider kick style, bam. And he dies right there, like, and he actually made sure he was dead at that point. Mm -hmm. Eyes closed and everything. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're. I think we at this point ten minutes left in the movie. Ten minutes. What can we do in ten minutes? Well, we could save. We could save the sister right away. You know, call it a day after all that, but nope. He gets trapped inside, like, the intestines, I believe, of, like, the mother. And it's like, well, I'm getting, I'm trying to get crushed, but I'm going to open it. I'm trying to open this back up. I'm getting crushed again. I think, yeah, I don't know. I think, we, like, with Comrade J, I think it looked like he actually gave up or he passed out for a second. It's like, like, we need J-Power now. And it's like, well, the power of family, the power of, the, of Jay, and the power of the Earth come together to make an ultra, not ultra, I'm sorry, I just realized, I'm going to say Ultraman, <laughs> a mega common rider, there you go. And he's looking, he looking buff, he like, uh, he looking like I'm ready to fight, run these hands. Because like, he acts like, they actually look like they take this, like, he, like, he comes, like, he flies out of it, and then boom actually like does an impact like superhero impact you know landon and then he goes and reaches into this huge machined bio machine and grabs his sister but then that it shoots him and he falls back she would have been smushed like a grape guys yes and she would have been smushed i agree with you and when he put it, he threw his hand back like that, she would have died from impact right away. Yeah. But nah, she got the little roll, roll, roll. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then it's like, well, he get, I, and I like how like, after he grabbed, the, grabbed his sister, he didn't realize that the scope was right on him. He didn't realize until the last second. Like, well, that's a is that a scope? Bam. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is where I wrote in my notes. I was watching this video about Detroit urban survival training. You know, Commander Brown. You know, urban survival training. <laughs> like, apparently that's some legit stuff. So I called this common writer herbal survival urban survival training crust because now he's just chopping and kicking to disarm this damn machine and it's working like not gonna lie it's working i do want to i want to see a video of common rider herbal survival yes I, I look apparently he does classes i would be like yo can i do a class in a common rider suit can you show me how i could be a com an urban can i be a common rider urban 
survival trainer. No, herbal is what I want. Oh, herbal, herbal, H, herbal. I thought you said <laughs> You herbal. accidentally said herbal, and I was like, no, no that, I do want that, though. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> oh, man, I know I'm getting tired a little bit. It's going on midnight over here. Yeah, it's getting late. Yeah, so, but hey, we're at the end of the movie, so that definitely helps out. Um, and so, we get to the end. I love... He he actually does like a like he flies into the air almost like an Ultraman just to come down with a red hot kick and hope like did you ever play Beautiful Joe? Yeah. James? I did not. Oh my good. No. No. Okay. So. I was a PlayStation yeah. kid. He it's on PlayStation, PlayStation Two. Oh, I thought it was just on GameCube. Nope. You got a PlayStation Two? And he has I mean, a Dan he has Dante from Devil May Cry. It, what kind of is it an RPG? No, action. It's platformer. a beat em up. Uh, beat em up platformer. Uh, the only games I've realized the only games I will enjoy are RPGs and Wheel of Fortune. That is true. Speaking of which, you should check out his po check out the Twitch channel. Check out James' Twitch channel, mostly speaking Sentai, to watch some lovely Wheel of Fortune go on and RPGs, of course. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, I think you would actually like Beautiful Joe because it definitely okay. pays it, it pays homage to a lot of the Tokusatsu genre and the filmography with that. And one of his moves is literally called Red Hot Kick because it's like, oh, rider kick, red hot kick. And he does like the pose too. Heck yeah. Um But yeah, it's like you would think after all the explosions and stuff happening. He finally shrinks back down to normal J. Well, not done yet because apparently freaky bug monster alien bog mother is like, I'm just gonna kill you with I'ma just kill you with me. We gonna die together. <laughs> yeah. But he says, I'm gonna like hit you in the neck and get out of here because it is this weird tentacle bug. Yeah, I'm gonna just punch him in the throat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and through the power of punching someone in the throat explosions happen and he flies out of there and with fog gone everything goes back to normal no forest damage whatsoever fun times yeah it's and also barry and also barry's alive <laughs> did you oh, yeah. I, 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 apparently barry's alive after getting pimp slapped to death different color <laughs> scheme though was it Ooh. I don't know. I, I, feel, I, don't, I don't have it open. I don't know. Like, do I have it open? Like, Barry went through a resurrection or a metamorphosis to be in a different, like, still be, but in a different state. Yeah. Maybe as a revival. You know, just how, like, circle of life. Not, and mm -hmm. not the Lion King. Not that circle of life. I mean, even though he died, he came back probably some as a different... The spirit of Barry lived on. Yeah. And of course, we end the movie with motor motorcycle shots. So, hey, this is the third time we've seen the motorcycle. First time was in the intro with some explosions. Second time we see it, literally, he literally does donuts and burnouts to transform the bike. He and last time, screenshots. He also used it to jump up towards the cicada mommy and punch her with it. That part of mine I've been paying attention towards. 
So, hey, we finally did it. We finally completed the Common Rider movie trilogy. Woo! Yeah. We need so, to watch the latest one. Oh. <laughs> uh, Look, I'm all right, like I don't know, I don't know what movie's out right now. Oh yeah, the 2023 movie. Oh, I can't wait for that to come out. But like, I'm enjoying Black Sun, and I actually enjoyed this movie a lot. So let's go to some final thoughts on Kamen Rider J. And James, you can take it away. What was something that like appealed to you the most in this movie, and probably something that was like this is absolute garbage. The imagery was fantastic. I like this director. Zyram, everyone check that out. The Hakider movie he did's fucking great. All of all everything I've seen him do is fantastic. I own Garo. I have not seen Garo yet. I will someday watch those Blu-rays. But I I truly love everything he does. Two thumbs up. Everyone check this out. And then I don't think there was anything that I hated about this. Okay. What about you, Carlos? Well, I'm someone with with simple words <laughs> because sometimes my English my English get fucked up. Um, that's fine. That's how fine. To say this? It was good. It was a really good movie. I actually love the this character called Barry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I also like that. I I, I really like this movie. At least for me, like uh, eight out of ten. Okay. Um, for me, I would definitely say like I love the suits, and I love the um, really like the suits that 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 they use for the choreography. I thought was really well done, and once again, there was a lot of really nice surprises in the movie, especially with. Especially with the ending, especially with seeing like a giant battle, I never would have thought of seeing a giant battle with Kamen Rider. The only other time that's happened was when it was like a Kamen Rider Ultraman crossover. And I think that was like a five minute special or something like that, like something like in between. I don't, I don't know. It was like with Kamen Rider Ichigo and the first Ultraman. Like they did a, they did, I think they did an episode together. I don't know, but I think for me, I wish. I, the one thing I don't want to say garbage. I really I should never said absolute garbage. But the one thing I kind of wish was maybe the movie should have been a little longer, maybe like an hour. That's really it. Because like the pace, I thought the pace was fine. I just wish we had a little bit more time, especially with some of the villains. Like I will say with with the prince, I wish we had more time with the prince. I always want more time with a prince. Yes, and I wish we had more time with prince. Oh. R.I.P. to the Purple King. There you go. Um, but yeah, we fi- we finally finished all three Kamen Rider movies that came out in the 90s. My God, we went from something that was like, this is weird. We got some butt cheeks in there to something that's like, we went from butt cheeks to giant Kamen Rider battle. <laughs> Who would have ever thought? Yeah. We went... We would go to these two different spectrums. Um, yeah. So honestly, I loved it too. And once again, the big thing is you can watch these movies for free on the Toei Tokusatsu channel. The downside is they are in 480p. 
So you're not getting the best quality. In fact, I think you're getting almost like original quality of them. I believe, and I don't remember, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I believe they are going to try to release those three movies all together at some point. I think in 2023, if that does happen, of course we'll let you know. Oh yeah, of course, we totally forgot. Comrade Black is going to be coming on the Blu-ray in 2023 by Discotech, so... That's a dub right there in and of itself. Yeah. So go buy Comer go buy Comer Rider Black when it comes out. But if you don't want to wait, you can use use a VPN and watch it in Prime B in Mexico. <laughs> there you go, that too. Yeah. Of course, if you got a good VPN, like you got Nord or whatever, I think the other one's like Shark VPN, you good. Watch Comer Rider Black. That's actually really good. And also, don't forget to watch Comrade Black Sun, now out on Amazon Prime. Ten episodes, a lot more violence. And actually, James, I think you would at, you would love Comrade Black Sun. You really would. Hell yeah. So check check it out, Amazon Prime. All ten episodes are out. So, where can they find you at, James? And you can promote whatever you need. Take it away. Go. Hey guys, listen, listen to Mostly Speaking Sentai, wherever you're listening to this, unless you're listening on Twitch. Wherever you're listening to this, you can listen to that. It's Nicole and I. We're, we love Super Sentai, but we don't take it seriously in the sense that we're trying to get our friends into it. They're comedians, fellow podcasters, musicians, etc., who generally have never seen the show, and then we try to get them into it. We've gone through Die Ranger, Car Ranger, Time Ranger, and we're currently on Five Man, and after we're done with Five Man, we're going on to Spider-Man, the Toei version. So that's going to be really fun. We've done Lost Luchadoras. We're going through Bible Man as well for bonus episodes. Five Man right there, baby. It's so good. There we go. And then uh, I, I have a bunch of other podcasts. You can find out about them on MLMPod.com. We got a horror one coming out called The Height of Horror. Formulaic, if you're into Power Rangers, that is, we break down TV shows that have like a formula to their plot structure each episode. We did Scooby-Doo. We break down the formula into an outline, then Mad Libs the outline. Then in an hour, we write an entire script. That's my friend Shelby and I. And the second episode will be Mighty Morphin Power Rangers with guest as the expert is Craig from It Takes Two to Toku. It's going to be a great time. Listen to those. Head over to patreon.com forward slash Pod where you get more podcasts and you help support us. And on December 1st at 6 p.m. Central Time, we are doing a Darling Homebody Shopping Network. That's Nicole, her artwork. She, she does great art, um, minifigures that she, like, hand molds. Uh, she has new prints coming out, just a bunch of merch. We're trying to, in one stream, make $1,000. Last year, we topped out around, like, 630 uh, 630, I should say, uh, 20% off the entire store minus the shirts and every hundred dollars. I'm doing a last, uh, uh, last dab from hot ones doing all of those. And then if we get to the thousand, I'm doing the one chip challenge that really spicy chip. So head on over there. It's on Twitch and Facebook, darling homebody. There you go. 
And once again, thank you, James, for coming on. Really appreciate it. You represented Mostly Speaking Sentai. And once again, as he said, check out Mostly Speaking Sentai. They're doing a lot of great things over there. I was on one episode for Five Man. And, you know, definitely watch Five Man. For the love of God, mm -hmm. watch Five Man. You can buy the DVD. Watch That's it. Right. Um, where can they find you at, Crownless? You can find me on Twitch like the No More Hero and on Twitter like at CrownlessKingOP. And of course, you can find me on Twitter at Proto underscore underscore. I said underscoring under Proto underscore Sonic 720. That's how I know I'm getting tired. Proto underscore Sonic 720. And on Twitch, of course, at proto underscore sonic you probably won't see me streaming for a while and when i decide to come back i might be playing near i might be going back to doing speed runs but i would love to do either one of those um with that said right on my friends right on we'll catch you next time Hey guys, I'm James. And I'm Nicole. And you just heard us on that other Toku podcast. But how about you go over and listen to us on Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Available where all podcasts are found or visit MLMPod.com for more information on all the other stuff we're up to. So we hope to hear you there. And again, that's Mostly, Mostly Speaking Sentai. Sentai.